I'm Lynn Wei and you are listening to an episode of Holy Perspective, a biblical way of seeing things. We believe that Jesus is the way and he is the only way. I'm super excited for this episode because really the Lord literally just deposited this word straight into my devotional time and said, this is what you need to share. Um, And I've already made like a little promotional clip video. If you came all the way from TikTok or Instagram to come and watch this episode, thank God for you. Um, Thank God for your obedience. Um, I think that's very important. And this, this chapter in Jeremiah is such... Um, I think I can just give a brief background of the book of Jeremiah or how I ended up in the book of Jeremiah. I think maybe I should start there. So I've been doing the Bible in one year, um, not necessarily Bible in one year, but I've, I've, I've been doing the Bible projects version of the Bible in one year, which is longer than a year, uh, because they're basically telling the story of the Bible and how it all relates to Jesus. And the reason I wanted to do that and the reason the Lord led me to do that, now I think I have a briefer understanding of it, is because I grew up in a very traditionalist church. And I will always say this because it sort of informs the way I do certain things. Like, because I grew up very traditional, like the Torah, I know it at the back of my head. And it's like those first five books of the Bible, because I was mandated to follow all of them from birth. And I only started wearing trousers. People always laugh when I say this, like when I started wearing trousers without fear and and the consciousness of, oh my word, I'm wearing a trouser, was sometime in great, 10 um which i think is around about the same time my mom invited me to a pentecostal church and in that time like really i think because my mind was so heavily um enforced on the law um i i still some aspects of me are still very traditional uh legalistic that's the right word to say yes very legalistic so the book of jeremiah is a very interesting book because the prophet jeremiah is basically um telling israel of what god's going to do like prophesying over israel this is when um it's 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 the rise of the babylonian babylonian empire when they take over israel and they take over judah and they basically that rise that they were doing it was like the consequences of israel's sins and just how the Lord has forsaken Israel, basically, uh, because of what they had been doing. So this is just like a brief, I think, because um, like Jeremiah was called to prophesy and to speak over and to, you know, release the word of God. And the interesting thing about Jeremiah is that he actually lived through to see the the, the prophecies that he actually gave. Um, and this is just like a brief thing that they gave on the bible project that's this is the information i still remember from like my head uh because the word of the lord came to jeremiah and where i am now it's chapter seven and chapter seven is about false religion worthless like that's like the title on my bible which is in in a new living version yes new international version not new living version new international niv basically um and as I was reading um, in the very first chapters, like uh, in the very first uh, verses, it speaks about how um, the, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah and the Lord said to him, proclaim this message to all people of Judah and 
through these gates that they come into worship. So they were basically, when they were going into Jerusalem, the most holy city where the temple of the Lord was that um, Solomon, uh, King Solomon built for the Lord as already promised, right? So it so happens that in that regard, obviously, it's the most holy sacred place. But during this time, like Israel and Judah were were just so disobedient. They were like us. <laughs> I think like when I read the Bible now, like <laughs> um, I used to be so judgmental against the people of Israel. I used to be like, oh my word, why would you do that? And then I just thought about how I would have reacted had I been in their shoes without Holy Spirit. Because that's something we never really think about. Like they didn't have the Spirit of the Lord. They didn't have like access to Holy Spirit like we do. Like you literally can just be like, Holy Spirit help me and Holy Spirit is right there with you. They couldn't say Holy Spirit help me. They didn't know Holy Spirit like that, you know. They didn't even know of Holy Spirit then, you know. But they had like the Spirit of the Lord dwelling in a temple and that's the temple of Jerusalem. And I'm in the temple in Jerusalem. Um, and I felt the Lord really speak to me about how, how can we stay in his presence? Like relating it to now, how can we stay in, in his presence? So like these are scriptures where like Jeremiah basically hears from the Lord and the Lord is telling him, tell my people that they must listen to this. Instead of them using these deceptive words of saying the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, they need to firstly reform change their actions, deal with each other justly and not oppress one another and not follow other gods to their own harm. And then he, the, he will let them stay in his most holy place. Because the temple of the Lord was a place where the presence of God dwelt in. It is so critical for us to understand that that place is a place of holiness. And I remember, I think I was watching a sermon um i don't know if it was a sermon or the basement podcast one of the two because i just watched them like, like at the same time like what by lisa um and then uh, lisa harper and another one was by um john bevier and they were speaking about like, the, the fear of the lord and then the other one was about um the presence of god and like seeing jesus and always looking for Jesus and I think that sometimes we really miss the holiness of God and that's why we tend to be so disobedient because we do not want to um that God is holy God is pure God is he is like his presence and glory is so majestic that when you come into contact with his presence it washes away your sins it cleanses you it purifies you it sanctifies you it sets you apart entirely it makes you different you glow differently when you are in the presence of god it's something i've seen in my own life and it manifests in the most interesting ways like i'm a girl and whatnot just recently went through a breakup so usually when people see me looking all nice and whatever they're always associated with oh she has a new man on the way or maybe she's looking for a relationship it's actually not even that it's the fact that i'm spending more time being intimate with god that's why the glory of the lord that's why my heart feels an inclination to dress and comfortably take care of the temple that houses the Holy Spirit because I understand the holiness that comes with this body that God has given us. And the most beautiful thing that the scripture says is that 
to your own harm. It means that God cares so much about us that he wants to protect us from other gods. And one thing that he revealed to me during this time was that those other gods are not like necessarily script I mean sculptures anymore. They're not necessarily this golden calf, this bale, these whatever. Like because all those gods are still there. Like they're still religions that like listen to those people but our gods nowadays is your career it is your family it is your relationship it is anything that you prove you you put above god is a god in your life um and and it's harming you (laughs) it is harming you and it's harming your relationship with god and i just really felt the lord say that um he loves you so much that he wants to protect you that he wants to give you holy spirit so that you do not conform to the patterns of this world that you do not follow but you are transformed into a new set of thinking a way that is pleasing and that you want to follow the will of the father and that comes with listening to the voice of god this just leads me to uh the first the chapters in like um i mean the further verses in chapter seven there's one in verse 13 that says while you were doing all these things oh let me first read um verse nine so that it makes sense right so verse nine it says will you steal and murder commit adultery and prodigy burn incest to baal and follow other gods you have not known and then come and stand before me in this house his presence, which bears my name and say, we are safe, safe to do all these detestable things. I highlighted this in red, which is things that we should never do. And I feel like because we have such great access to Holy Spirit, we undermine how majestic it is that we have that great access. We undermine how much we need God. We undermine his holiness. And that's why it's easier for us to be disobedient because we do not... We don't have the awe of God, like John Bevere said, like the fear of the Lord, the reverent fear, you know, that God is so good. He is so big that he requires all my time, all my energy, all my respect, all my honor, everything that I am, everything that I breathe should be God. I should be wanting to sit in his presence for hours on end instead of sitting hours on end on netflix instead of sitting hours on end on youtube instead of sitting hours on end on social media on tiktok like it is that kind of conscious thinking that we are sort of um we, we do not apply i say we because i form a deep part of it and i think that that's the first step in recognizing our faults like you need to admit that you are not perfect like i know for most a perfect fact i am not perfect holy spirit purifies me holy spirit enables me to do the things that i do holy spirit enables and compels my heart to obey god's word even when it's difficult it's not easy to um speak um about the word of god in a generation that is so um judgmental a generation that has so many opinions um i say this because it, it takes a lot um, and I feel like because God had to walk me through a journey, I'm getting quite emotional, God had to walk me through a journey of um, intimacy with him and really build my security in him that I felt so safe that I know that it does not matter what happens or what people say. And I think um, I think this was um, Reinhard Bonk is saying when he said that I am immune to the praises of man um, oh, I am in, yeah, 
I am immune to the praises of men because I am immune to their criticism. So basically, it's that concept of I deflect everything back to the Lord and in that way it does not affect me. So because everything that I do is for God and whatever you criticize, you're not criticizing me, you're criticizing God. You are, Even if you're criticizing me as a vessel, you are still criticizing God's anointed. And I think, yeah, let me just not lose track, go back to where we were. So the next scripture, just like uh, chapter, verse, I mean, why do I keep saying chapter, verse reads as follows. Verse 13, while you were doing all these things, declares the Lord, I spoke to you again and again, but you did not listen. I called you, but you did not answer. And I felt the Lord say that God is always speaking, but we need to listen. And this is something that is always said to every single person, every single believer. Be still and listen to the voice of God. Sit and listen. Like, it is, yo, God speaks in so many ways and he speaks to all of us differently. I know that God for me, um, he, he has different ways of communicating with me. I have a council of people that I speak to, that I counsel with and like wise counsel um, of people. Sometimes God speaks through them. And I think, <laughs> you know, when you're growing your faith and like you're growing, you are maturing in your faith and you can literally discern when somebody is saying something out of their own will and when they're saying it, like when God is speaking through them, like you feel it in, in your spirit, like your spirit connects immediately and you, you there's that sense of, huh, this is not you anymore. This is somebody else speaking through you. And that is God. And I think I I have so many of those moments, like even with just like strangers, when they say something and I'm like, oh my word, that's God. Because this one time, um, this was in my field work placement for community. I was in a Muslim placement and we're sitting down. Obviously, you know, the Muslims know the Torah and what and whatnot. So like those scriptures are there. So this lady basically said the same scripture that the pastor told us the day before <laughs> on Sunday. And then she says that on Monday to me. And she she's obviously, she knows I'm Christian and she's Muslim. And we're sitting together and we're, we're speaking about, you know, all these things. And I'm just like sharing my grievances and I'm venting as a normal person about how hard it is to like, you know, do community. Like, where do I start? Like, what's the plan? Uh, where do you think I can, you know, fit in and whatnot? And she just says to me that God would have placed you be strong and courageous <laughs> i was like what and wherever your food trend i'm like wait a minute wait a minute this this sounds like jesus trying to reaffirm me because before i started that block that's literally what god had said to me and that's what pastor fabian also preached that sunday he said that um where your food trend and i think we literally made movements <laughs> to actually say where your fruit trend um is going to be your territory, you know, um, I'm, I'm going to give you this land. And I feel like when she said that, I was like, this is just God. But um, I just felt like sharing the testimony. And that just goes to show you and how we need to be so sensitive to Holy Spirit. We need to continuously be listening. And to be sensitive with Holy Spirit means you need to build a relationship with Holy Spirit. You can't be sensitive to a person that you do not speak to. Like the reason you know your mother's voice is because you are intimate with your mother. Whether it be like, for example, me, because my mom is very loud, hey, like my mom's voices is very distinct. 
like I can I can tell you this I can hear my mom anywhere in any platform ever like she can go to the mall and she's speaking by the cashier I can hear that's my mom because I know my mom because my mom gave birth to me my mom raised me my mom spoke to me when I was still in my stomach my mom spoke to me I mean when I was still in her stomach and she spoke to me when I was out of it she raised me she shouted at me for a lot of years so her voice is very distinctive to me I can never miss my mother in the crowd and that's how much God wants to be so close to you God wants to be like that with you that when he whispers you can hear him that when he he shouts you can hear him like when he just speaks subtle through people you can hear and discern that it's him because you've been intimate with him you've been intimate with holy spirit and when you because like the beauty of holy spirit like pastor fabian preached yesterday is that he is with you and in you and that means every single time whatever moment like the world might leave you everything may disappear like there's this song give me jesus they say even if all else fails just give me jesus um and like i love those those lyrics like and because like there's a part where they say because the song really took me (laughs) it got me through a season so like it's always in my head like and she 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 says that even if everything i know is taken away i won't lose hope and that part just like if everything i know is taken away i won't lose hope just give me jesus because he's all knowing he's all powerful he is everything that i am and all that i want to become and just being in that space and being and desiring to be that intimate with god allows you to hear him as he speaks because when we do not desire to be in his presence when we do not pursue holiness i keep emphasizing on holiness because a lot of us know of god but we we do not know his all we do not know his presence we do not know his holiness like we do not want his holiness we want his love we do not want his lordship we want his grace but we do not want his judgment and yes yes this is the title of actually this video i'm so sorry i know it's coming i mean this this podcast is actually coming way later but the title is um god is slow to anger and the reason that's the title is because like with the children of israel hey like they had been messing up long before god started sending these prophets (laughs) they had been messing up they had been disobedient and i think that a, a high emphasis is that god is slow to anger that does not mean he does not get angry um it just means it takes him time to get there (laughs) it just means he's patient enough to wait on you to call on you and that's why by the time it got to this part it was that part of rejection now because it's like i've been warning you i've been saying it you have not been listening you have not been present and in verse 20 it says that um therefore this is what the sovereign lord says my anger and my wrath will be poured out on this place on men and beasts, on the trees of the field and on the crops of your land and it will burn and not be quenched. And the reason I highlighted this is just to emphasize that eventually God will get angry at you. (laughs) Um, If you are continuously um, without the Holy Spirit, without the desire to want to change, without, without the free will, 
and you are consciously making the decision to be disobedient consciously because like it's one thing to not know that you are hurting god it's another to know you are hurting god but continuously keep doing it when he has given you tools that you can use to not get to that place and i think that we need to find ourselves in those positions where we are like god i trust you so much god i love you so much that i do not want to hurt your heart i do not want to cause you pain like that's like the same way i feel about my mother like my mother my mother's not like jesus he's not, she's not slow to anger she's well now she's better but when i was a kid my mom was very quick tempered so <laughs> so obviously i was always so fearful to make her angry so i always did things to please her and i think that's sort of how the relationship with the lord and i is where i want to please god so much i want him to be to look at me and say well done you good and faithful servant i want him to look at me and be like oh my child you listened i think that's something we should all desire that God says to us, my child, you good and faithful servant. You listened. You obeyed. You pleased me. And there's a scripture in Romans 12, 1 to 2 that I always have like hanging on my wall. And I think I have it in the Passion Translation version. And it says, and so dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. I really love the scripture because it speaks about how we need to be holy. Like, you know, like to be a holy. And and the part is, you must know that a life of holiness is a life of sacrifice. A life of holiness is a life of denying yourself. It's a life of dying to self because that's what God, Jesus said. You know, Jesus said this, that, that we need to die to ourselves. And Paul emphasized more and more that just as Christ has died and reason, we need to die so that we can arise with the same spirit that raised him from the dead. That spirit is the same spirit that um, the, 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 the apostles were waiting for in the book of Acts when the Holy Spirit came like a fire, like a rushing wind. You know, and they received power. They received power and fire. Like, I want power and fire. I, I, I don't know, but I want power and fire. I want to walk and people get healed. You know, I want to see the miracles I read about in the Bible. And that comes with intimacy. That comes with desire. That comes with wanting to be in God's presence. Wanting to please your father. And... It goes further in verse 23 to say that, but I command, I gave them this command, obey me and I'll be your God and you'll be my people. Walk in obedience to all I command you that it may go well with you. And like, this is basically like when you get to this part of the verse, like Jesus is saying, like I've already spoken to you guys, 
I gave your ancestors not only commandments, I gave your ancestors not only how to do burnt offerings and sacrifices, but I also told them that they must obey me so that everything goes well with them. And that's why obedience is so is so important. That's why obedience is like, it's the core of our faith. Like obedience, you can hear God's voice, ne? like you can hear him clear as daylight. Like for some of us, I know for me, like, when 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 i don't consciously listen to god when he tells me something in the flesh you know like when i'm awake and everything he will go to my subconscious and i will dream about it and then i wake up and i'm like okay clearly something must be done you know and <laughs> it's very interesting how god really works with all of us and he really loves us to that extent like that he will he will go to the extremes um to ensure that life is is just like that for us and just to end this like it says that in verse 28 it's a really long chapter because like it speaks about a lot of things man like these are these were still the prophetic aspects like this was still prophecies like when jeremiah was still prophesying there's gonna come a time in this book where it's actually happening you know and i've already finished it in the in the devotional plan that i'm doing but obviously with study i'm more, going more in depth i'm taking more time i'm i'm soaping it you know i'm analyzing the scripture i'm observing the context i am uh, applying in it in my life and seeing where it applies in my life and praying about it obviously and i feel like obedience is a really tough thing and that's why we need holy spirit that's why we need to continuously be like wanting to be with holy spirit and desiring to be with holy spirit is because holy spirit will speak on our behalf holy spirit will will intercede for you like i love that like i love that holy spirit is our minister because you can never like yo the word of god is 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 alive and breathing and when you you read it with holy spirit like he speaks to you he's like your friend he's like there all the time he's like my counselor you don't know how many times i vent in this room by myself like because i know that god is listening <laughs> i know that holy spirit is there and i feel like they like i started the book of lamentations in the de- in the devotional and lamentations are actually like we usually tend to think that god wants perfect prayers but god doesn't want perfect prayers he wants that prayer that of brokenness he wants that frustration he wants your anger he wants he's not scared of your emotions he never has been you know and he wants you to you know give 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 yeah okay let me just finish this because if i don't we're gonna end up going for hours on the end and i don't mind i've got time because <laughs> exams are done so yeah i'm gonna be so consistent now anyway verse 28 says therefore say to them this is the nation that has not obeyed the Lord. It's it's God or responded to correction. Truth has perished. It has vanished from their lips. Their lips. Cut off your hair and throw it away. Take up a lament on the barren heights. For the Lord has rejected and abandoned this generation that is under his wrath. So this is a plea. This is a cry. This is a prayer that our generation is not lost. I've never believed we were lost. I I refuse to believe any generation is lost. I believe that our generation is broken and it needs a savior and it needs healing and it needs the word of God and it needs salvation. So yeah, if you want to receive Lord, 
our Jesus Christ, our Savior. You want to receive this holy God. You want to obey and be in love with the creator of the universe, be known to him. Yeah. We can, you know, pray the salvation prayer. I feel like I need to. I know the prayer here, but like, I don't really know it. Like, <coughs> I know it. Yeah, I know it. Um, and if you, you, you have that inclination in your heart and you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you want to know what next if you have, um, just like private message me on social media either on tiktok or on instagram i check those dms very daily because obviously servant of the lord here <laughs> um i need to to account for your soul and to account that the lord that that something is happening and if you have any testimonies oh my word if you have any testimonies like i love hearing how god is impacting your lives through just listening to this podcast or watching my mini clip videos or my youtube channel i've really loved watching god grow and disciple people through the revelations that he gives me and i'm so privileged i'm i am honored i am humbled by the experience of being a vessel of god so i love all of you this has been amazing i can go on and on for hours but clearly i do not have that strength but holy spirit can go on for hours so i hope that after you finish this that you are inspired to want to read the book of jeremiah it's quite exciting and you will see different versions of yourself there and it will help you come to terms with certain stuff in your own life okay awesome i'll see you guys in the next podcast episode bye finally back with the poems so today's poem is gonna be i wrote it on the 4th of june 2023 so that's very recent um it's called come to learn come to learn in all my years i've come to learn that suffering is a part of life that trusting comes at a cost that healing means vulnerability in all my years gift Grief is a lifestyle, when I allow seasons and assignments to hold permanent positions in my heart. Guard your heart, the Lord said. I wish God was louder. I wish I learned it sooner. I wish God held me like he promised. I am missing the hands of a man that lied and abused me, bruised my heart because of my impatience. In all my years, I have come to learn. It's me and God against all odds that's enough well it should be and that is all we have time for for this episode and i hope to see you in the next one don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and follow on my social media platforms